this episode of Too Many Books, we review Gay Girl, Good God by Jackie Hill Perry. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Too Many Books, the show where we review books for Christian living and ministry and tell you which ones to move to the top of your list or ignore altogether. I'm one of your hosts, Jack Dodgen, joined by fellow preacher Jack Wilkie. Jack, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing really well. How was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> it was a good Thanksgiving. Good, good, good. Uh, we uh, lots of we record oh, these ahead. in batches, as we've said before, and so we recorded the second book first, and our intro starts with Thanksgiving and then ends with "We'll see you later in January," and so here we are thinking about recording this one. I'm like, well, he asked me about my Thanksgiving, now I have to ask about his, but uh, yeah. Uh, but it and was... so next time, if you're wondering why we're talking about Thanksgiving in mid-December, now you know. That's how good it was. It was great. Yeah. The pie that I had, though, that you'll hear about in the next episode really was that good. <laughs> so if nothing else, tune in for the episode after this one in two weeks to hear about how great the pie was. Absolutely. All right, today we're reading uh, a book I, I read, or reviewing a book I read, Gay Girl, Good God, uh, which is the second of... Uh, two books that I have read like this, and both of them, the other one is Likes God, Loves Girls. Uh, very alliterative in uh, these styles of uh, of books, but uh, is very good. Uh, here is the description from the back, and then we'll go ahead and get into the, the review of uh, what I thought of the book. I used to be a lesbian, and Gay Girl, Good God, author Jackie Hill Perry shares her own story, offering practical tools that helped her in the process of finding wholeness. Jackie grew up fatherless, experienced gender confusion, and embraced both masculinity and homosexuality with every fiber of her being. She knew that Christians had a lot to say about all of the above. But was she supposed to change herself? How was she supposed to stop loving women when homosexuality felt more natural to her than heterosexuality ever could? At age 19, Jackie came face-to-face with what it meant to be made new, and not in a church or through contact with Christians— God broke in and turned her heart toward him right in her own bedroom in light of his gospel. Read in order to understand, read in order to hope, or read in order, like Jackie, to be made new. Uh, That's the description of the book. We'll go ahead and get into the review. All right, well, let's... uh... Go ahead with the first question. The way I like to ask, what drew you to this book? Why did you pick this book up? I had read a few years ago uh, a book I mentioned just a moment ago, Likes God, Loves Girls. Uh, and that was, I mean, I was intrigued by it because it was somebody who's lived a lifestyle that I know nothing about. And so I wanted to understand that uh, through the eyes of somebody who lived it. Uh, and so I picked that book up. Uh, uh, she's a member of the church, and uh, so I had heard a lot about her. I think I have family that are actually friends with her, and so uh, I uh, picked up the book and read through it, and then this one popped up uh, not that long ago. It's it's a pretty recent release, I, I believe, and uh, so I wanted to get it for comparison's sake because the first book ends with she has decided to remain single for the rest of her life, but Jackie Hill Perry ended up getting married just a few years ago. And so I wanted to see why is it that they both, though though they both came out of this and both came to the Lord, why is it that they went different directions uh, with that? So that's what intrigued me to pick up this book in particular. 
All right. So a little spinoff question here. Uh, that term gay, uh, there's kind of a little war that goes on about that in Christian circles sure. because, you know, a person will say, well, I'm a gay Christian. Well, when Matthew Vines wrote his book, God and the Gay Christian, he means a fully practicing homosexual continuing on with the lifestyle and still a Christian in, in, in some way. But on the other hand, when somebody says, well, you know, I'm gay, but I choose to follow God, or, or I'm sorry, what was the title of this again? Gay Girl, Garden, Good God. Gay Girl, Good God. You, you messed me up with the the other one, uh, uh, which I can't remember either. God, um, right, so I'm getting them running together. And so give the distinction here. When she says gay, what, what does that mean? Uh, that is, uh, she, she grew up, that she was a practicing homosexual until... I believe it was 2008. Uh, the book is segmented through periods of her life as well as her parents and all of that stuff. Uh, and so up until I believe 2008 or so, she was a practicing homosexual. And somewhere between 2008, 2014, she got away from that. And about 2014 is when she got married. Okay. Uh, but she was in the lifestyle, as was uh, the lady in the other book. They, they were practicing... Uh, but she does, uh, and we'll come back to this in a little bit, she does at the end of her book with some practical application refer to those struggling with it. But she, exactly what you're saying, she says, I'm going to refer to those people in this section of the book as uh, SSA Christians or same-sex attracted Christians, right. but not people actually involved in it. And But she even goes further than that to say, I kind of hate using that term because you're you are a Christian. That's right. it. Um, but for the purposes of delineation there, she uses that. But it's that same kind of thing of though you're not practicing it, that doesn't mean that the temptation or the attraction is gone. But she deals right. with that same kind of thing throughout the book. Predisposed to that kind of temptation. is yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, back on the script here, what did you like about the book? Lots of things. Lots of things. Uh, first, uh, and the easiest thing to just kind of jump right into is uh, the writing style uh, was extremely easy to read and very entertaining. Uh, she was very descriptive. Uh, the whole, so it's it's 190 pages. Uh, the first 140 of it is tracing through her life, and the chapters are laid out in that way. Uh, it's, let me see here. Uh, you have 2006 as the first chapter, then it jumps to 6000 BC to 1995, where she's dealing with creation and other things like that, and her family life jumps to 1988 and talks about uh, her parents and how they got together and where we see kind of formulations of who her, who her dad is, uh, a uh, male relative who abused her as well uh, in a time period around there. And then we start getting into 2006, 2007, 2008, and the changes that start happening in her life. But she walks us through everything uh, that she experienced through her life and uh, makes it very clear, like, this was the lifestyle I lived. I enjoyed it, but I came to enjoy God more, and that's ultimately what got out of it. It was, it was a, a great read. Uh, I do have a high enjoyment for real stories of people mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that this book is completely that up until about the last 50 pages was was perfect for me to keep reading uh that being said uh the back part the last 50 pages 
uh, after she's told her story, she says the, these last 50 pages of the 190, this is all practical. And it was very specific of, and I love this too, it's very specific for those that she referred to as same-sex attracted Christians uh, in, in dealing with the process, which, you know, as the back of the, the, the book pointed out in the jacket we read, you know, Christians have a lot to say about all of these things that she was dealing with. Uh, but we don't always know what to say about that or how to handle it. You know, have you tried to stop being gay? Have you tried not doing this? And she goes into that's not that none of that helps and goes through here is what you need to need to do. She says all sin doesn't matter what it is. It comes down to a pride issue and a lack of love for God and who he is. That's what you need to capture. And so she goes through that. And she spends some time practically as well saying to the Christian who is not uh, same-sex attracted, how do you handle relationships with those that are without turning them away, without you know being rude or offensive or completely misunderstanding where they're coming from and what they're dealing with? And so it's practical from both of those ends. And that's exactly what I want from these types of books is help me be better at understanding and in interacting with other people. And I would say uh, one more thing, which I've already kind of mentioned, uh, because it's the second book of, of this that I've read, the first one was good too, and we may review it one of these days, uh, but it was it was really likable for me from a an added context perspective uh, of somebody who lived a lifestyle but chose, you know what, I'm going to enter into marriage now that I'm a Christian. Uh, instead of remaining single, which is also a, an interesting perspective, but it, it's nice to have another added perspective uh, coming out of a lifestyle like that. And so the whole thing from front to back, just being practical in the way that it was written, uh, its descriptions, and the, the story, it was all captivating, all of it very much liked by me. And it's it's so needed. I mean, you kind of got at this a little bit, but I don't think it's unfair to say that we as Christians weren't prepared for these conversations, weren't prepared for this issue. And so yeah. we handled it at arm's length. We handled it maybe with not the the love and, and the, you know, the grace maybe that was needed. And so, you know, books like that, like you said, that gives a perspective from the inside, from uh, somebody who's been there, who's been through it, uh, but also gives to the other side where people say Christians are cruel for saying, homosexuals shouldn't practice that lifestyle and and it's so it's possible to stop you know that that we could have an example of that of somebody saying no i it's perfectly great uh for me to choose this lifestyle over the other it is a choice whether to participate in it you know whether to which uh, how i'm going to live out this struggle that i have and so yeah i think there is a lot of value to that and uh your your Some, likes something makes it, i'll add go ahead Oh, sorry. Something I'll add to that. Um, in one of the opening chapters, about it's page 37, uh, she includes a little footnote after she's talked about the fatherlessness and the sexual abuse that happened in her life. She says, it's important to note that sexual abuse is not what made me gay, nor did fatherlessness. They only exaggerated and helped direct the path for what was already there, which is sin. And so it's it's easy. And as I was reading through it, like she 
caught me because it didn't surprise me that, okay, there are family issues. There was some sexual abuse in the past because that tends to be common Mm -hmm. uh, in those sorts of things. But she, she, she cuts me off right there and says, listen, this is, this didn't make me that way. I had these desires and these things, but it's wrong for me to have those desires and things, mm-hmm. and I needed to rein them in and control them. And that's very early in the book, and we see the process of her doing that. But it's it's nice to hear and helpful to hear that perspective from somebody who's dealing with it, uh, who, especially as you go throughout the book, while there is some degree of an internal struggle for most of it, uh, there is a part where she says, you know, this, I just enjoy this and feels natural to me. And so this is what I'm going to do. Uh, and it was really, it was really interesting to read from somebody who said, listen, thing outside circumstances didn't make me this way. I had these temptations and they were wrong. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if you feel that way. It's not right. Yeah. Um, which is not a common thing to hear at all. Right. Right. From anybody. We don't have a lot of time to talk about my dislikes. Right. I'm sorry. But, kind uh, of spun us off a couple of seconds. A couple of seconds. No, that's okay. Uh, that's all right because I don't really have any. Uh, there wasn't anything in reading this book where I thought, well, we could have done without that or there was too much this or it was just really easy read. I mean, it's a personal story. And so if you're not into those things, you may have a lot of problem with this book of, okay, talk about something else already. Uh, but she does, when she does get practical, it's very practical. Uh, and it's just, I mean, it's, it's a good read. I think this is the first book she's written, and it was very well done. I'm just very impressed with it. Well, that brings us to the rating. Uh, I think you kind of already tipped your hand a little bit where the which side of the scale we're going to be on here. But one out of ten, what number would you give it? Ten being the highest, of course, as always. Giving it a nine out of ten. Nine. I don't, because I don't think I'll ever give a ten to a book, but this is one that is very highly recommended by me and specifically for two groups. If I if I were to talk to somebody who uh, came out to me and said, listen, I am same-sex attracted and I, I don't know what to do about that, this would be a book that I would recommend. You know, hey, read this. And she even has her contact information, ways to get in touch with her because she helps people through this. Um, but I, this would be a book that I highly recommend to somebody dealing with it. And at the same time, it's a book that I would recommend to what you were saying earlier. Uh, Maybe uh, the Christians, we weren't ready for the conversation. We've maybe been reckless with it uh, and didn't have the grace we needed. This would be a book I recommend for people to read, Christians to read who don't deal with this, uh, to understand a little better about what that's like and how to uh, better understand and uh, communicate to people who are struggling with it. Right, very broad application, you know, wh- wherever you are as a Christian, uh, whatever your perspective is on this issue. So 9 out of 10, it's one of our higher ones. Uh, did you read the book? What did you think about the book? Uh, you can tell us on Twitter, Facebook, you can tell us in the comments below. You can email us at strongchurchministries at gmail.com. And here in a couple weeks, you can join us for our review of Love Does by Bob Goff. A very interesting review and uh, it sets records for rating. We'll put it that way. <laughs> this has been the show. Happy reading.
many books is a strongchurch.org podcast and is available on Apple, Google, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Be sure to visit strongchurch.org for more resources like this one designed to help strengthen your Christian walk.